Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. We have a treat for you guys today. We have Dr. Rachel Yan in the house. And oh my gosh, we think that we just broke the internet, guys, with Rachel. And we're like, she might be a little too hot for the Spiritual Smackdown to handle. That being said, I... <laughs> everyone's like oh no what does this mean everyone's like wait a minute didn't you just say she's a doctor shouldn't this be so pg-13 and normal <laughs> what do you mean she just broke the internet you guys rachel is another one of our hypermind sisters we are just obsessed with yeah bringing our hypermind sisters on the spiritual smackdown podcast right now because they're full of so much wisdom they have such incredible stories of their growth journey into entrepreneurship and we're really excited to dive into Rachel's story today. 
Rachel, I am going to hand the mic over to you so you can tell us about all the incredible things you do because I feel like you are a woman of so many different trades. Like you are just like full of magic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All the things that I do right now. Well, the thing that most people know that I do is holistic health. So I see patients and I have this mind, body, spirit, business approach. And I love working with entrepreneurial women to make sure that their body keeps up with their dreams and we don't just lose like our hormones and our immune system and our energy and like far behind us as we're trying to accomplish our dreams. So that's kind of what I do right now. That's the business that people know about. I honestly have never even heard you explain it that way before. Like so that our bodies don't fall behind our dreams so that that we can keep up with ourselves. I've never thought about it that way. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I think I'm an entrepreneur first and it took me several years to realize that. And that might be true for you guys too. Like we just want to help people. We want to coach people. We want to work with women. We want to help people rise. But we don't realize that we're also in this physical plane. We have bodies, we have hormones, we have digestive systems, we have brains. And we forget that these components equals our longevity and our happiness in the journey so that we're not just accomplishing numerical goals, maybe in financial goals and client goals. And we're all our health stats and our health goals are are just gone because we didn't know what they were. We didn't track them. And now we have success, but we're tired and we're exhausted and a little bit jaded. Wow. I have so many questions. This is like so my realm of interest and like where I love to learn. But what do you think the first sign of a woman like really starting to lose track of her hormones or starting to feel the signs of her body falling behind her dreams? Like what can she watch out for or what should she be looking out for? It would be two things. Number one is energy. And that would be if you were, you know, a human. So that's for men as well, the currency of energy. And then for women specifically, it's your cycle. It's your mood. And that's so telling because that's a foundational piece. And I think in our fast-paced modern-day world, we are okay with the thought that, oh, we've got PMS or we are in massive pain. We're rocking a headache. There's just that might all or the Advil you're just going to pop out and take right now to keep going. Like we don't understand those are signs that our body's like, we're having a hard time. Please help. We just march right through them and we just keep going. Yeah. We're just like, let's power on through this. Like we got shit to do. We've got a business to run. We've got clients to serve and we don't take that time to like slow down and actually take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I believe that this is shifting a little bit as people like you, Rachel, bring awareness to this for us. But, you know, I also think that there used to be this sort of level of power and dominance in the woman that we saw who could power through, right? Who could just keep going no matter what and who could pile more on her plate and be in pain and still rise and still get the paycheck and start the business and grow the empire. And I don't know, I feel like that is really starting to shift and mellow out a little bit. Yeah, I I think so. And the roles that women have and what we can grow up and become 
has changed a lot. That's that's changed so much faster than the role that men have right now. And so I think the thing that we've maybe not been that conscious about is that, yeah, we can do those things. We can be successful. We can start our own businesses. We can have kids. We can have families. We can have networks. We can have all these pieces, but we're not miniature men. We're not small guys. And so the way that we should do it is very, very different. And so as we've tried to expand into success and into the business world, we've expanded into a a space dominated by men. And we've tried to fit in so that we could succeed and we could be accepted and we could be seen as equal. But we've lost a little bit of the essence of who we are and our bodies and our biologies in the process. And then we go home and we've got to cook dinner and you know take care of the kids and all of that. There's a whole lot. Oh, man, there's a whole lot. And I love this differentiation or you know, really pointing out the obvious, like we are women, we ain't men. Like, why are we trying to be like them? Like, what is the deal? You know? And I guess beyond that, even like, what could we be doing to honor our womanhood as we also seek to be CEOs and powerhouses and these incredible women. Yeah, this is huge. And you know, within our mastermind, we're talking about goals all the time, whether they are financial goals, whether they are number of client goals, whether it's people coming into a program that we're running. So we have these numerical metric goals, which is great because that gives us one way of evaluating how we're doing. And of course, there's many other ways of evaluations and the quality of people that we bring in. But you ask these same women who are success-driven, who are very, very smart, they want it all. And you ask them, when's the last time they did a hormone test? And they can't tell you. They don't know. They have no idea how their mood shifts through the month. They have no idea the stats on their stress system. Whereas if they did, they could look at that and realize that they're running a marathon like a sprint and they're not going to make it, at least on the hormonal side. They're not going to make it in the mood control side. They're not going to make it in the stress handling side. So if you really want to run your business like a race car and you want all of these pieces and you want to do it in the human dimension, take care of the human. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> the, like the race car there is like, shit. I'm like a hormone test. Like people don't know, like can't tell the last time. I'm like, I've had two babies and been breastfeeding for four years straight. And I am sure my hormones are like somewhere, but I have no idea where or what their levels they're at or who they are. or what. Like, I don't know any of that. So maybe it's time. Hey, Jack, you want to go get our hormones? Yeah, that's literally what I was just going to ask Rachel. I'm like, so where do you, like all of a sudden everyone's listening to you right now being like, oh, like <laughs> light bulb moment. Like where do people start? Like where do like, I'm like, what? What? Yeah. And definitely like Robin and I have been on a journey in our business where, I mean, we've shared this with our listeners plenty of times where we really were in the masculine energy in our business. We were like doing, doing, doing. We we're just in that power through phase. And we didn't even have time to celebrate because we always felt like burnt out. So we were just like goal after goal after goal. And it was like, I mean, it worked. We were like successful and then we got burnt out. And then we felt disconnected from our brand. So we stripped it all back, 
basically like literally went down to like ground level and rebuilt on a foundation, like in alignment with our human design and really like taking time to celebrate and really balancing this masculine feminine energy, which has been a massive shift in our business. But now we're like, like, oh, and there's another layer here. There are so many layers. And I think this is a good opportunity to talk a little bit about functional medicine, which was what I do and how it's a little bit different than maybe like emergency medicine. And also talking about this concept of your energy, your mental sharpness, your acuity of thought, your ability to take action when it's the time. These are all metrics that can be tied down to how your hormones are doing. And you can actually see these things on a page and you can see how someone is doing now and what's going to happen if nothing changes. So within functional medicine, we are really, really into if you're thriving right now or not, if you're feeling great or not. And it goes against medicine. And this is why no one knows and why everyone's always like, oh my gosh, I had no idea you could even test this. I didn't know this is something you could look at. It's because we're taught that we don't look at your health really in depth at all until something goes wrong, until you get a diagnosis, until you can't work anymore, until your lifestyle has to change, until you have to stop and you're forced to stop. So what that has created is a culture of not looking and hoping for the best until you get hit with something bad or someone close to you gets sick and you start to get concerned about yourself. And within functional medicine or holistic medicine, we're really curious about, well, you know, if you've got something bad coming on the horizon, we want to know sooner than later. But beyond sickness medicine, we're also really concerned about thrive medicine, which is all about, are you at your optimal? Like, is it worth it when it comes down to what you're doing, the energy you're expending and how you feel in the process? Is it really worth it? If we took all those other business and financial metrics away, is it worth it? How is your body doing? You're in this human body experience. How is it going? How does it feel? Oh my gosh. So I have always loved the term functional medicine, but I'm not going to lie. I never really fully understood. I mean, you, you can kind of guess, right? Just by the words itself, what it means. But I love the idea of I honestly, I'm just like, how how do I work with you is all that's going through my head as I try and figure out next. But like, what does that look like for people? And how like, what's your role in this? Like, how do you how do you figure all of this out? So let's use the example of energy. And I, I call energy a currency, just like cash currency or maybe Canadian dollars, US dollars, the euro. So currency is something that you use to spend in order to get something else. And to me, the highest and most acute, the most important currency in this human experience is energy. Because even if you say you didn't have money, let's say you're getting started on your business, maybe your business is going through shifts right now, which is, I think, a really relevant topic for right now. So if you have no money, it's not the end of the day. But if you have no energy, you can't even think your way out of your current situation. Like having a strong mindset is a combination of things. It's more than just whipping yourself into shape. It's a product of your biology. Your mindset comes from your mind and your brain. So you've got to have a properly functioning brain to have this work well for you. And so my role in this is as this person with all these goals and all these things that you want to do, 
first of all, and this is in masculine energy, even if we're talking about female entrepreneurs, it's masculine energy to go and get stats. Just like it's also in masculine energy to hire a financial planner or a business coach or someone who's going to help track your stats or help you get things done. So it's masculine energy to have to go and be like, all right, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my hormones look like. I don't know if this fatigue that I have is incidental. It's just been a really, really rough month. Or is it something that is going to impact my business in the long run? Because I'm not going to dig myself out of it if I continue my trajectory. That's masculine energy information. Those are high quality labs that most people can't get when they go to their doctors because, again, the mindset there is emergency medicine. So unless you've got a tumor on your adrenal gland, they're probably not going to help you a lot. You're tired? Well, everyone's tired is kind of the convention there. Until you can't get out of bed, then we might have to talk. Whereas with functional medicine, we're like, okay, you're tired. Is that the standard of life you want to operate at? And if that's what it is now, what needs to change? What are the pieces? What are the numbers that are not doing well that have to change so that this is not just a five-month sprint, but this is a lifelong process and this is a lifelong endeavor and passion and your body's going to keep up with you so that it doesn't poop out and your goals just zoom away. Oh my gosh. I feel like if we were alive right now, I would literally just be like on repeat with like the fist palm emoji going to my face. There's been so many like, of course, moments (laughs) here for me, even when you're talking about, you know, waiting until something happens, like waiting till that spiritual smackdown comes in. And we talk about this all the time in terms of coaching, like don't wait until your business is like in pain. Don't wait until your business is like at rock bottom to hire a coach. When you're all already in a good place and and you hire a coach and you choose to like up level then that's when it's like you really step into that next level you're able to thrive and i feel like this is exactly what you're talking about but within our health within our physical bodies yes totally well and this is funny because this is like a conversation that i brought up in the hypermind last week where i was like oh guys like i just my energy has been so low for like 7 days i just can't shake it i was just f- finishing my cycle We're heading into a pretty epic Scorpio full moon. Jack and I just had like a huge shift in our income last month and, you know, all these things. And energetically, as May started, I was like, oh my gosh, like womp. I'm just like so tired. So obviously I bring it to the Hypermind sisters to see what they may say and how I can like lead myself through it. And Rachel's like, says all this information about like, oh, maybe that maybe it was this to do with your cycle. Maybe it was this. And I took it as like, oh yeah, right. You know, like, oh of course I like before it was my cycle. Yeah, right. I'm just someone tell me I'm tired and what drugs to take. You know, like tell me what to do to get through this. Like and it didn't even dawn on me that you were being 100 percent serious. Like, no no woman, you just went through a cycle and like, maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe it is hormonal. Maybe it's something in your body. And like, I didn't even take it seriously. Yeah, it totally is serious. And I think those are, those are ways that we bridge the mind body connection. You can't have mind body without the body. So as an example, you're exhausted. You just finished an incredible month. There's so much energy that's moving. Now we've got another month that's 
coming. It's just zooming right along, right? And you finished your cycle. We have a new moon that's popping out. So there's a lot of things that are moving. What are all the ways that a holistic entrepreneur, a savvy entrepreneur, a mind, body, soul entrepreneur gets to tackle this? And this is not for everyone. Some people are only body centric. So those are the people that might be more in the medical system and have practitioners there. And some of us are more mind centric. So we have a lot of mindset. We've got coaches. Some of us are more soul centric and there's a lot of spirituality. But I really think more and more, and this is a new age of being an entrepreneur, especially a woman who's doing it in a different way, who knows that we can be successful without having to be miniature men. We don't have to beat the men necessarily. We don't have to do it their way, but we can do it our way. And what that means is that if we really want to call ourselves mind, body, soul, women, mind, body, soul entrepreneurs, each piece gets to be looked at individually and together. And so I think what I was contributing in there, because we have so many amazing mindset coaches in there and in our hypermind and I'm probably the only person in there that is really trained, medically trained within the body piece. So my contribution was, well, if you've just had your period, what you said is that you've bled. And within our cycle and within the physical act of bleeding, of losing blood, we lose our iron. And our iron is super important because it carries our oxygen. And it's also super important in our metabolism, which in short is how fast do things go. So when people talk about exhaustion or brain fatigue or mental fatigue or body fatigue, all of those have components that could link back to this one simple concept of iron. And most women that come in and see me that are still cycling, they're in their childbearing years, are somewhat anemic. They don't have enough iron because we bleed it out every month. Men don't have the same problem because they don't bleed. Men tend to have issue with zinc because every time they ejaculate, they lose zinc. And zinc is really important in immune functions and digestive functions. So we have different issues depending on our biology. So if you're a heavy bleeder or your diet isn't sufficient in zinc or for men or for women, iron, then basically every time you have a cycle, not only do you have the emotional and energetic pieces to that, but you also just lose your oxygen carrying capacity and now you're just dumber than you need to be. You can't think on your feet because you don't have oxygen to your brain. You're dumber. Oh <laughs> my God. And the entire world is mind blown. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what do we even say there? <laughs> Robin and I are both just like, uh. Oh my gosh. The thing is, like, and I think Jack and everyone in our community knows this about me, but. I am pretty mindful when it comes to like, I would like to think or to say that I would consider myself a pretty mind, body, spirit entrepreneur. Like my body is really important to me. I, I nurture it. I care for it. I invest in it. But I think why I'm honestly like actually speechless is because we really only can do what we know right? We can really only take care of ourselves so much as we know how to take care of ourselves. And while I'm like taking tinctures and all natural this and plant-based diet and whatever, when we deepen the knowledge or the awareness of, you know, like you, Rachel, like pulling back the layers like this and just revealing more depth to how we can really truly care for ourselves, 
is just like, oh my gosh, it just, it actually just blows my mind. I think it comes down to desire and desire is a really neat word for me and life and entrepreneurialism, like desire, what, what, what I want gets to play a role in this. Like, isn't just, I'm just supposed to, you know, and this is where it comes down to this because you guys have just hired a top of the line, amazing business coach. And it's not like if you didn't, you would have failed. That's not the thing. And there's a lot of ways to get to success. And before there were ever coaches or the coaching industry was born, there were people who have become successful in business. So there's different ways we can do this. And when it comes to health, this is how I see it. Some people are totally disconnected from the body. They have no connection between what they eat and how they feel and how their body operates day to day. Maybe their standard and how they should feel and could feel is low. And they've never imagined a world outside of that, a standard beyond that, because they've never felt it. If you don't feel it, it's hard to imagine it. But when you start to get glimpses of that, so, oh my gosh, if I have a more plant-based diet, I feel so much better. If I don't eat fast food or processed food, I feel so much better. If I take these tinctures, they help me sleep better. So we start to explore the realm of, oh my gosh, I want to feel better. But then all of us have a certain limit in terms of what we know. And until we become experts at all things globally, universally, which is, I think, when we pop out of this human experience, we just don't know it all yet. And I think that's how like functional medicine comes into play. So as an example, as a practitioner who does work one-on-one with people, when I choose my patients, I choose people that have been meeting their level of knowledge and being congruent with that to the best of their ability. So if they know that McDonald's every Friday is not the thing to do, they're not doing it, that's my kind of patient. And what I can take them from their knowledge to doing up-level tests and getting an entire hormone spectrum to see what's going on and recalibrating their energy without conventional things like having to sleep more, take naps, and drink coffee. And when you start to recalibrate these different pieces and people's brains turn on, now you have a completely different person. Now you have someone who, whose energy basis is not from the point of pumping in more energy from this exhausted perspective, just trying to keep up. But you have someone who is really steady and really paced. And from just that little shift right there, you have two different entrepreneurs. You have one who's running on fumes and is very, very good at it. And you have one who is calibrating their energy and looking forward and pacing themselves. They can go faster, go slower, but it's not because they have to or they should. Oh, I love, love, love that. Like that just feels like such a different energy to be operating in. Yay. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. I also so curious to know about how you got started on your entrepreneurial journey. Like I feel like that's been mentioned so many times of like, how you've really shifted in your business in the past two years. And definitely when I, you know, when I hear doctor, I don't think like entrepreneur. And when you're like, I'm an entrepreneur first, I like, I'm just so curious about how you started on your entrepreneurial journey. Oh my gosh. I think I've known I was going to be in the medical field ever since I was probably about 12. I started volunteering in vet clinics and emergency rooms and talking to doctors. And I was globally dissatisfied with what I saw the system of healthcare set up then, 
I didn't know that there was a niche of functional medicine. Actually, at that point, there probably wasn't a niche of functional medicine. So when I started on the journey of entrepreneurialism, I didn't really think of it as being an entrepreneur. It was just that I had already been trained in medicine and I had, you know, a license to practice and it was just the closest thing to me. And I had no idea. I had no idea how to be a business gal. I had never managed my money before. I was coming out of a really long-term relationship where, you know, he managed our money together. So I had no idea in terms of the money that came into our bank account, the money expenditure out of our bank account. And we just lived in this kind of, I didn't want to know because I was too scared. So just constant poverty and constant lack. And for me, the wake up moment was one year, he said, you know, we don't have enough money for malpractice insurance for you. That's very bad. That's like driving without insurance. Like you don't want to do that. And I was going back to school anyways for more, you know, holistic nutrition schooling. So he was like, you know, we're just going to not pay for malpractice insurance for you this year. Just don't do anything stupid. And I was like, oh my God. And then a few weeks later, he dropped his smartphone in the toilet and bought himself another smartphone like right away. And I was like, okay, something is wrong here. So at that point, I just realized, you know what, for me to be an entrepreneur means that I have to stop living under the stereotypical conditioning of what a woman is, especially a woman in a relationship and a woman as a business partner. Like I need my own voice and I need to do this myself. So when I started on my solo entrepreneur journey, it was just nutrition, functional medicine. That was just something that I was learning. I didn't even know the proper name for it. I thought I was reinventing the wheel. I didn't know anyone else who did it. And I just started it because it was the closest thing to me. And over the years, I've realized that actually it's entrepreneurialism because within the spirit of entrepreneurialism, you will be successful at whatever you do as long as there's desire and as long as you're being globally conscientious as to who you want to be through the process. If that's you, you're an entrepreneur. It doesn't really matter what you do. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And I love the way that you just described being what an an entrepreneur means. It's been the best journey of my life. I love it. I think we feel the same way, the best journey of our lives. As I say that, I'm like, oh, should I be saying motherhood? Because, <laughs> you know, motherhood's a whole other journey on its own. But I don't know, the journey of entrepreneurship has just taught me so much about myself and who I desire to be. And I love, you know, earlier, two things that you said that I'm just like, oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we use the word desire so freely in our community these days and in our hypermind and with our own clients that I love that you brought the awareness back to the idea that actually for a lot of people being in touch with your desires and really truly knowing what your desires are and breathing life into them is a really new concept, right? Like a lot of women haven't had permission or given themselves permission to do that for a really long time, if ever. I totally agree. Men have had their way of doing it. Their journey of modern manhood and sovereign manhood. And that's amazing. But it's just a different timeline. Like we women in terms of shifting around what we are allowed to do and and who gets to tell us no and what we can dream up and grow up to be, even if we're in our thirties, brainstorming who we want to be when we're growing up. Like it's been tremendously fast. It's been light speed. And we get to invent that our our way. 
And it's so good to be in a community of women that see that, that they want, they want it all, but not from like a, a, a FOMO perspective, but from a, what is there not to love about being an entrepreneur? What is there not to love about personal development and growth and knowing who you are and developing the next pieces in love and joy? There's nothing to not love about that. And I think what often comes in there is the thought like, okay, yes, like, can I have it all? Or do I desire it all? And first, there's like getting clear, there's like, actually like owning like, yes, I desire more, I desire to have it all. But then I find that there's a lot of women that we work with, when you ask, like, do you believe you can have it all? The initial is like, yes. And it's like, yes, like, I know, like, in my brain. Yes, because I know that's the right answer to say, but like, actually, do I feel that's available for me is a different story. Oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, but, you know, if you begin to connect the dots, then I feel like the more confident, the more alive, the more awake and energized you feel in your body, you know, putting all these pieces together, the more, you know, whole you feel in your body, the more likely it is that you do fully understand in your mind that you are worthy and capable. You know, like I feel like so many of the reasons or doubts or fears that female entrepreneurs have and the reason that a lot of them never even get started, even though they may have that desire, is that they fear the massive success. They fear the busy, like being even busier than they are. How could I manage it? Like, where would the time come from? I'm already tired. Yeah. Right? But if, if they can heal their body and really truly understand their energy, their cycles, their hormones, and heal that, then maybe women would give themselves permission to be more, right? To follow those dreams and to really, really thrive. I totally agree with you. And, you know, we all come into a business and entrepreneurialism, I think for different reasons, our own, our own guidance. But for me personally, it was to save my life. Like I had reached, I was a doctor at 24 years old. I looked like I was 19, like on a good day with makeup. I, I would looked really young. I had hit a lot of success and whatever you wanted to quantify as success at a really young age. And then like there was no more. I, I felt like I peaked super early and then there was, n- there was no more. All the other things that people said I should do, the life goals, the accomplishments, the, like the metrics, I, I didn't want any of those things. And so for me, it was, it was a moment of like, okay, I should be happy, but I'm not happy at all. And actually, I'm really, really sad and actually, I'm really depressed. And actually, I don't feel like I've gotten any of the things that I wanted to get from having been successful so soon in my life. And so from 24 to 30, I was just, I was sad. I was depressed. No one knew. Like I, how, how do you explain that? Like I, I'm, I'm a doctor, nice and young. I married the right guy in paper. Everything's great. My family's happy with me. His family's happy with me, but I'm so sad. How do you describe that? How do you explain that to people? So for me, the shift really happened at a Tony Robbins business seminar and the one that I met Melanie and Lair at. But the first day of this seminar, it was, it was not like rah-rah, everything's great. It was, it was just like business is going to take you through the winters of your life and it's going to accelerate the hardships that one might experience in the normal trajectory of their life and it's going to compress that. And unless you're going to be good at the winter seasons of your life, 
then, you know, business is not going to be for you. And so the whole, the whole thing was like, you know, being in business is a great thing, but it's not a status symbol. If it's not meant for you, don't do it. And I really took that seriously. I was like, oh my gosh, like maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should do something else. Like maybe I should do something simpler and easier. But the decision I made at that seminar was that if I do business, that means what I do will become visible and I have to stop hiding. And if I fail and if I screw it all up, everyone's going to know in my life. Everyone's going to know. People are going to be like, see, told you, you shouldn't have done that. And I'm going to get all that flack. But if I don't do it and I stay small, I will never know if I could have done it. And I'm already sad anyways. I can't get worse. So my decision to go into business, and at that time was the medical part of it, was to save my life because I really had to put something in front of me that seemed completely impossible and throw every ounce of who I was, mind, body, spirit, soul into that for the chance that I would find something worth living for and something worth feeling for. And so for me, my business journey as an entrepreneur and a doctor and someone who specializes in working with entrepreneurs, because I've been both, is that in this human body, how do we in our human experience create dreams, which is the stardust and the energy that we desire in this humanness and bring our human body along with us in the ride so that we can become a version of ourselves that is this combination of all of the magical and biological and stardust components. How do we conglomerate that all into a feeling of like, this is maybe not fun every day, but I'm doing it and I'm doing it. There's little road marks to what we consider to be success in our bodies, in our families, in our hearts, in our finances, all these little pieces. How do we feel like there's momentum in our lives? Oh my gosh. And even when, you know, when it's not working out and when we are in, you know, the winters of our lives to still feel like we're doing it, right? Not only like we're doing it and in it and the woman of our dreams when we're in the summer and the sun is shining, but to also be able to feel fully connected and alive in our beings and like sitting in all of it, even through the winter. Exactly. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. One other thing you said, you said, when I choose my patience. And to me, when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, you just flipped the entire perspective that we hold about who chooses who like our clients book us your patients book you like what do you mean you choose your patients and that mindset shift or the the i don't even know if it's a mindset shift it's it's just a completely different perspective and i loved that it totally stuck out for me too yeah i think this is huge because we have a medical system here that I mean, you see your doctor for 10 minutes a year. What do you hope to accomplish in that time? Like maybe my, my husband recently called his doctor to, I don't know, maybe for the first time he was like getting curious about like, maybe I should have a physical or I think actually something was wrong. Yeah, something was wrong. And um, he called his doctor and they were like, oh, sorry, Dr. XYZ retired last year. And my, my husband was like, Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. 
And I was like, oh my God, how did you not? He's been your doctor for like almost two decades. Like that's the relationship that like, I believe that that is a very average relationship that people have with their doctor. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you guys 100% that I have not seen a doctor spoke to a doctor since I was, since my daughter was born. Like that was the last time, like, because I was pregnant. Yeah. She's turning four. I think that's really normal. And that's also how it's set up. That's how insurance is set up. So like as an example, a common thing that happens when my patients come in to see me is we want we run like full blood work lab panels. I want to see how your hormones and your metabolism is treating. You want to see if you have enough protein to do the work. I want to see what your immune system is doing. I want to see if you're iron deficient. I want to see how your vitamin D and your B status is. I want to see all these little pieces. Some people have, you know, good insurances or they want to see if their insurance will cover it. So they'll go and present it to their doctor and one of a couple of things happens. Number one, their doctor says, no, you don't need all this stuff. Like, so they get denied with the metrics that indicate their health success and where they are at now. So they don't know. And number two, if they say yes, which is really only about like 1% of my patients gets, get that yes from their doctor. Yes, we'll run all this stuff. Then when an insurance company gets it, they'll charge them like zillions of times more than the labs are actually cost. And I don't know what it is. I think this is going to shift soon. That's my personal belief, my energy towards it. But right now, if you want to be proactive and you want to thrive, other than, you know, eat better and exercise, they don't really have a lot to give you because the metrics are reserved for people when they're sick. And I think this piece when it shifts, it'll change the world, not just in the world of health, but in the collective standard that we set for ourselves as humans. When we shift our thinking from emergency care, whether it's our child, like now they've been thrown out of school, they're picking fights with kids, they've been arrested by police, like that kind of end stage care, whether it's our children, our relationships, our health, our business, our money, our abundance mindset, when we start to shift all of that from, oh my gosh, it's bad, so now we're going to take care of it, or you have a condition, you're pregnant, you have a diagnosis, you have cancer, now we'll help you, and it goes into abundance healthcare, that's when functional medicine, I think, will be the new standard, and that's the new world standard. And when that shifts, everything else will shift. The way we deal with relationships, we'll have marriage counselors that don't just help you when you're in a pickle or at the end of the rope. It's just like, why not? We, we just get a check in because we, how good would it be to have a third party to come in and see any pieces that are blind spots that will rot the foundation of our marriage? What are the blind spots that will rot the foundation of my energy and how I approach my business and my longevity as a mom? and a business owner, and a partner, and a like a global citizen of the world. So I'm really excited to be on that leading edge. And I think the leading edge will become the edge. Will become the edge. Like, yes, goosebumps over here. I'm like, yeah, like, let's just all be willing to go to that edge, to live on that edge. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, I know for myself that this is a conversation I could have for 
18 more hours, <laughs> but I'm so appreciative that you have taken your time to come on here and to plant seeds for all of us and to begin to, to remove the veil and to help us really look at what is possible for ourselves. Because I think a lot of the time, it's just really easy to forget, you know, that if we want access to our best lives, then we have to become advocates. We have to choose. And I'm just so grateful for you and for the work you're doing. And I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, that 24, 25 year old you decided to be the one that, that goes to the edge and gets to bring all of us with you. So thank you so, so, so much. I've so valued this conversation. Oh my gosh, you too. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. This has been the most the, the most yummy conversation. And I have complete faith and knowledge that those who need to hear it will hear it. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much, Rachel. And for our listeners, like where's the best place to find you so that they can dive into this deeper for themselves? I am online. My website is precisionempoweredhealth.com. And I'm on Instagram at Dr. Rachel Yan. And I'm also on Facebook. Amazing, amazing. We'll share all of that in the show notes too. And yeah, I could not agree with you more. This conversation was so yummy. So thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Fem Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, $33, or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Oh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.